Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am coming to you from Indianapolis and the NFL Combine where we have just spoken to John Lynch. So I wanted to give you guys a little snack-sized episode to fill you in on all the things the 49ers general manager said today both on the podium and off. So let's start with a little bit on the podium. Of course, he was asked about the salary cap and Brandon Ayuk. And he said, of course, that Brandon Ayuk is a guy they would like to keep around for a very long time. This team has a track record of extending players, contract extensions, kind of closer to the start of training camp. This one is going to be an interesting one, though, because... We have to see if Brandon Ayuk wants to be extended, wants to stay in Santa Clara, and time will tell on that one. And we'll know more, of course, over the next several weeks and months. But that was something that he said. He talked about the salary cap increase. And though it is a great thing, every team gets the salary cap increase. And of course, it affects tenders. It affects the draft guys. It affects everything. So it's just something to keep in mind. The $30 million increase, huge, awesome for everybody. But there is a snowball effect all the way around. So that is something to keep in mind. But of course, the Brandon Ayuk thing will be something that we're keeping an eye on throughout the offseason, potentially even going into the season. So that was kind of your update there. Then another front office update, as you guys know, Adam Peters left to be the general manager of the Washington Commanders. I'm a very big Adam Peters fan. Huge loss for San Francisco. Huge gain for Washington. But This meant there had to be a little bit of restructuring in the front office. And John Lynch told us off podium today when he spoke to the Bay Area media and then the 49ers announced it later that Tariq Ahmad has been promoted from the director of college scouting to director of player personnel. And RJ Gillen has been promoted from the director of pro personnel to director of player personnel. The two of them will have the same title. It was a promotion for both. Well-deserved. Congratulations, gentlemen. So that was a little bit of news there. We talked to John Lynch a lot about the defensive coordinator search and, of course, Steve Wilkes. And I actually flat out asked John, I said, because he had mentioned that Kyle Shanahan and they felt that, you know, for a while it just wasn't the right fit. And you guys know I've said on this podcast before, I've said on the radio before, I've said on Twitter X before that I felt that even if the 49ers had won the Super Bowl, Steve Wilkes was not going to continue as the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. I asked John Lynch that and he said it is a hypothetical. So he couldn't really answer that. But he went back to saying that something had just been off for some time. And that was something that those of us who covering the team and around the team every day had felt for several weeks now, really since probably the Minnesota game and, you know, going into the bye week and beyond. So anyways, that was just an interesting conversation to be had. And he said Steve did a tremendous job, but it just, it wasn't the right fit. And it was a tough decision, but one they ultimately had to make. So 
as you guys I know have heard, Brandon Staley has interviewed. Daniel Bullocks will get an interview next week, and will be interesting to see if the 49ers, or in the next several days, Bullocks will be interviewed. It'll it'd be interesting to see if the 49ers do, in fact, promote from within. John Lynch said again, they are not looking to change their defense. They have their core principles. They have the core way they like to run a defense, and they want to keep it that way. Not looking to change it, but he made a point of saying that that doesn't mean that you discount someone like Brandon Staley, and that they potentially could make it work. So we'll see probably sooner rather than later. He said they're not in a huge rush to make this decision, but I imagine it's still a decision that we would know about in the next couple of weeks. That's not nothing insider. That's just a feeling I have that we would know in the next couple of weeks who will be the new defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers who, of course, just coming off their Super Bowl loss. And John Lynch made a point of saying that defense played really well in the Super Bowl and they were tired at the end, but Patrick Mahomes has a tendency to do that to opposing teams. So he he did mention that. But, you know, as I said, he mentioned things were not right for quite some time. It was kind of a gnawing feeling. That was, that was the term that he used. And it was time to move on. So we shall see what happens. He was asked at the podium, not once, not twice, but three times about the University of Michigan and the record-breaking 18 players that they have sent to the Combine this year. And I think the biggest shock for everybody is that I am not the one who asked any of the Michigan questions. I think that was a huge shock to literally everybody. A couple of my colleagues looked at me every time that the person spoke, but he did talk about the University of Michigan. And so I'm going to have to, of course, bring it up. And he just said there's a reason they won the National championship. A lot of blue chip players, a lot of good football players on that team, a lot of really good Michigan football players here at the Combine. And he said, does he think that there's a bunch of them in the top 15? Probably not. But that's, I would agree with that. I wasn't even offended by that comment. Probably not, but they'll, they've got a lot of good football players here and they're going to be spread out over a lot of teams. I think we all know that for predictable pick's sake, I would love all the 49ers 11 draft picks to be Michigan players. It would be a crowded predictable picks, but I could absolutely make it happen and I could work with it, but that probably wouldn't be the case, but would love to add one or two Michigan players to predictable picks this season. So we'll put that out there in the universe and manifest it, but you know, there's no way I couldn't bring that up. So we talked to him about some needs uh, in the draft and, of course, O-line, as as I think all of us have talked about, is a need. And he was asked about cornerback. And he said, obviously, they're really happy with Diamador Lenore and Charvarius Ward, really happy with Darrell Luter, and talked about how last offseason he had that unfortunate injury that basically took, not even basically, took him completely out of training camp. And it's a tough position to ask a rookie to have no training camp and come in and contribute immediately. But they were really happy with him in the offseason program before he got hurt. They were happy with him on special teams when he was able to get out there. So it's somebody they're really excited about. So those are three players they're really happy with. But of course, they cut ties with Isaiah Oliver. So they are going to be in need of nickel. And John Lynch said that is a position where you have to address it every single offseason because it's just such a tough position in the NFL and to see how guys adjust. So it's something that has to be addressed all of the time. So I would say, in my personal opinion, it's, of course, offensive linemen, 
and corner. And those are, are very important positions in this draft. I'm sure they'll probably maybe draft another tight end to low AJ Barner, maybe. Uh, and as long as we're talking corner, I think everybody knows how I feel about nickel corner. Mikey Sanders still at the University of Michigan. I don't know that he'll end up in San Francisco, but again, a girl can dream. Uh, another thing that John was asked about that I think was kind of an interesting thing to think about of this team over the last several years is this is the first time in a long time the 49ers are settled at quarterback in the offseason. The last time we saw this happen was, of course, after 2017. Jimmy Garoppolo signs a huge contract. But really, from that moment on, it had kind of been up in the air. Even, you know, of course, we know after the Super Bowl season in 2018, Jimmy Garoppolo's coming off an injury when Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch first got to San Francisco. And we knew then that they weren't going to be settled at quarterback right away. But there were just so many things. And this is the first time in a long time that they're settled. And really, they have their franchise quarterback. I think everybody knows that. Everybody understands that at this point. They have their franchise quarterback. So, And then last season, of course, you had Brock Purdy recovering from an injury. Now, that's all, now that that is all said and done, he talked about how the 49ers can build around Brock Purdy and you know build a team around his strengths. And I think that's a really important thing because, of course, quarterback is the most important position on the field, certainly one of the most. I think we can actually all agree it's the most important position on the field. And when that is unsettled, it can be unsettling for a team. We've seen Brock Purdy the last couple of years take the 49ers to an NFC Championship game, a game in which he was injured very early, of course, and take them to a Super Bowl that they lost by three points in overtime. And he had a really good performance. There are a number of reasons they lost that game. And everybody deserves some blame, but I think we can all agree that Brock Purdy had a heck of a performance. So I think it's nice for them to go into an offseason and just have that settled and not having to be looking for a quarterback and all of those things. So that is a very good thing for San Francisco. Something else that's new this year for the first time in the last several years due to the Trey Lance trade, 49ers have themselves a first round draft pick and they have not had one in the last couple of years. So they will be picking at 31 Again, I see that being an offensive lineman. When you look at the Super Bowl, the pass protection for Brock Purdy in the first half was just fantastic. In the second half, it fell off somewhat and certainly contributed to the loss. I think offensive line generally is a place they really need to shore up and they need some depth and some work needs to be done. So I expect that pick to be an offensive lineman as we get closer to the draft and more into this process over the next several weeks. I guess I think it's about two months at this point until the draft, almost two much, months exactly. I'll be talking more about specific prospects, not just the ones that went to Michigan, but specific prospects that I think could be a good fit in San Francisco. So we'll be getting more and more in depth there. Someone else that John Lynch talked about was wide receiver Jawan Jennings, the would-be Super Bowl MVP had the four hours won. I think he probably would have been the MVP. He's a restricted free agent and he, John Lynch expressed they would like to keep Jawan Jennings in San Francisco beyond this season. Last year he signed a one-year deal. So whether that's with the restricted free agent tender, whether that's with a contract extension, we'll see how that plays out. But he did express that the 49ers would really like to keep Juwan Jennings here for a while. And by here, I mean Santa Clara, not Indianapolis. 
I think everybody saw how important Jawan Jennings is to this team in the Super Bowl. And throughout the playoffs, he played a tremendous level. But I would even go back further. He was out several weeks with a concussion late in the season. And I think it was very clear how important he is to the offense during that time because of how missed he was the game versus Baltimore against Washington, a game that they won, but it was still closer than it should have been for much of the game. I think we saw for a while what a difference Jawan Jennings makes to this 49ers offense, how he keeps it running and how important he is. So it's something and someone they're going to want to make sure if they can is in Santa Clara for quite some time, especially with the things with Ayuk being so up in the air, obviously both wide receivers, they play very different roles in the offense, but in terms of continuity and and people that matter, would like to keep both of them. I know that for as long as they can, but with everything with Brandon Ayuk being up in the air, I think the Juwan Jennings situation becomes even more and more important. Important. So also talked about, you know, Dre Greenlaw and how how big of a loss that was for San Francisco in the Super Bowl in the second quarter. You know, he goes out, t- torn Achilles and in such a freak accent. He's just running onto the field, tears his Achilles. And so that was obviously tough for Greenlaw, tough for San Francisco. And John Lynch made a point of saying that Oren Burks came in and did a fantastic job, but Greenlaw is Greenlaw for a reason, and that was a big loss for San Francisco. So he's had his surgery, and we'll kind of see how the rehab goes. The surgery was pretty recent. As you guys remember, the Super Bowl was just over two weeks ago. It's hard to believe that that's the case, and here we are at the Combine. But we'll kind of see how that continues in his rehab process and how quickly he'll be back. But I know the 49ers really would like to have him back. Another name that got thrown out today was Lakin Tomlinson, who was the offensive lineman who was with San Francisco and had been so successful. He left to go to the Jets. He is now a free agent. And John Lynch said they will talk to his people, see what the situation is there, because I know that would be another really helpful thing for San Francisco if he was back in the lineup. Going back to Brandon Ayuk, you know, there were things that he said during locker cleanout. He was asked if being in San Francisco was where he wanted to be. And he said, if it was right. And somebody said, what would it have to be to be right? And he said, champion. And so I'm not entirely sure what that meant, but I asked John specifically after a tough loss like that, guys are emotional. And then they have to stay, say, stand in front of the media and they say things. And do you take some of that with a grain of salt? Because you know, the person, you know, the conversations you're having. And he said, absolutely. And he played, he knows what that feels like. He's, he had been in situations where he lost big games and he said to come right off the field and just have to talk to the media, even a couple of days later, it's a lot. And, you know, he said he spent time with Andy Reed on Tuesday and that reminded meeting and that reminded him and how long it took Andy Reed to win a Super Bowl. But he said, that is, that is a lot. And that's something that always has to be taken into account. And it is, it is a big loss. And these guys work so hard and they put their bodies on the line every day and it's a long season. And to get that close and lose is very difficult. So that is something that I had actually said pretty shortly after the Super Bowl, I think on Twitter X that just remember these guys are emotional, they're human, and sometimes they say things. So just something to keep in mind as the Brandon Ayuk situation plays out, as we head into free agency in a couple weeks, which just starts starts in just a couple weeks. It's hard to believe that that is the case, but it is. So with that, you guys, we are brought to you by FIVO. We are brought to you by Bet Online. There was my little update, snack size update 
from the NFL Combine. You can find all my coverage on Twitter X at TracyFGSN. Of course, FGSN.com. Follow me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler for more from the Combine over the next couple of days. And then next up, my friends, free agency. And of course, in theory, hiring a defensive coordinator. All right, I'll talk to everybody next time. Bye, all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.